This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, December the 22nd, 2016. Radio News Hour. Thank you, Ramon, for keeping it in the festive holiday spirit. Here at the radio, uh, Patriot Radio News Hour, what we do is gold and silver. And it's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Arlene is here today to take your phone calls, answer your questions, walk you through your order, or feel free to check us out online at allamericangold.com. Peruse the website. Point and click. It's as easy as point and click. You can look at all the products, buy what you want, and then get the news to disturb the comfortable. Where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. This show is brought to you again by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and leader. He's the man who grinds it out daily, researching the Internet, researching every form of financial information to make sure you're in the know, and then delivers economics with attitude. It's your VIP path to enlightenment, and his name's Joe Jaquin. Joe, how are you? So close to the holiday. Well, we're just a few days away, and Merry Christmas to everybody. This is the last show uh, before Christmas. We will be closing early today, and then, of course, uh, we will not reopen uh, until Tuesday. So we'll be closing early today. We'll be closed on Friday and on Monday. Uh, but as Homer said, listen, you can order all week long. Just go out to allamericangold.com, click the Order Now button, and uh, we'll be able to take care of you uh, that way. Uh, for those of you that uh, want to do business the old-fashioned way, you where you actually pick up the phone and call, uh, you got about... About noon, about three more hours, so about till noon today, um, and then we're going to be out of here for, uh, well, the the Christmas holiday, our, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, and, and I will tell you, uh, Homer got me. He got me. Uh, Homer's been under the weather. I mean, that's not new. The guy is constantly under the weather, uh, but... Uh, Man, I just I'm not I'm a little under the weather myself today. So uh Personally I think it's from you drinking at the school uh, water fountain when you went to your kids game and all those snotty no kids gave it to you. But who knows? Yeah. We're both under the weather now and if it was for me, Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the spirit of giving. Well, you definitely did that and uh in any event, uh, we are limping to the finish line here, a, a wounded Patriot Trading Group. I hope all of you uh, have a great holiday. I, first of all, thank you so much. I got People actually got me gifts, which uh, is always humbling. I, I appreciate that. Uh, I got DVDs. Uh, some people, I got books. Uh, I have a ton of cards for those of you that did that. Thank you so much. I'd like to uh, 
By the way, give a shout-out to my buddy Connor. He's a a future tinfoil helmet wearer. He was in here with his, uh, with his grandfather. The other day they were picking up product, and I, and I like to give the kids a, a Silver Eagle. Yeah. You know, kind of something. You know, Eric started that tradition 20-some years ago, and I've continued it on, and just a great kid. You know, it actually gives me hope. You know, there are some people out there uh, that, you know, I don't know, maybe call it old-fashioned, but they do it the right way. In the in the mail yesterday, I got a card from him, from Connor, and it's a, it was a thank you card. And it said, thank you for the silver coin, Joe. Uh, the coin you gave me made the year I was born in. And I didn't do that on I did not know that. That's pretty awesome. Isn't that great? It was a 2003 Silver Eagle, and he took the time, handwritten thank you note. Uh, Connor, thank you so much. And uh, obviously, Mom and Dad doing a great job with him and Grandma and Grandpa as well. Uh, but but I just, again, Listen, Merry Christmas to everybody. Have a great holiday. Kids. I've seen you coach young kids, older kids. You, you have an influence on them, and... Uh, in a positive way, I think that that's just, uh, I think that's fantastic you got that card from him. Handwritten, that's nice. Yeah. That's really nice. I, I mean, like story. today, I, I mean, even if it had been an email, right, I would have taken that. But, you know, this was actually, you know, there wasn't a text. It, it was uh, handwritten in any way. Uh, I hope all of you have a great, great holiday, and we're going to try to finish along. There was a lot of data out today, a lot. So there's a, quite a bit to talk about. Um most of it, I, I'm having a hard time because none. Of, I, I shouldn't say none of it. It wasn't very good. Okay, I guess that's the simple way to put it. Jobless claims. Now that's the number, uh, the weekly number of how many people file unemployment claims for the very first time. That comes out every Thursday, and that number for the last three or four years now. And, and really for the last two or three in particular, has been trending at levels that we hadn't seen since, like, the 70s. A lot of that, not a lot of really, and let me tell you why. And, I, and, and all of that has to do with this new economy now where I, and, of course, I've been all over this. You know, Janet Yellen, um, I don't want to call her a liar, okay, but they want you you know, I guess the, the you can use numbers a lot of different ways. And you can use it to bend the truth in the way that you would like it to be. You know, this is they want you to believe that the economy that well and, and really not the economy, because they know the economy hasn't been great, but the jobs is the jobs are back. Everything's great. And because of this, we believe that the economic growth that we've been waiting for a decade for is just around the corner. We're going to talk all about that. What the real numbers really say. And then we'll also take a look at GDP, which was out again as well.
Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll free number 800 951 Make sure you take the time to put the hard assets away because I think after today's show, you're going to realize nothing's changed. The trajectory's still the same. Uh, all the things that, the, all the reasons why you need to own gold and silver, actually, I think it's. They've actually increased. And I know you're like, well, but gold's down, silver's down, and, you know, the the, the Dow's trying to get to 20,000. That must mean things are better. No, they're really not. Jobless claims today. The number was 275,000, which was much higher than than it's been. This is a number that's been floating in the 250 to 260 range. You know, you think about it, that's still a quarter of a million people a week. So this number, it's going to get unemployment for the very first time. So we average here 250, 260,000 people a week get laid off every week, new people. And the number jumped to 275, but even 275, if you go back over the last 20 to 30 years, you know, throw out the last, you know, I guess since the crash, throw that part out. That would be a very, very low number. Like I said, these 250 numbers are numbers that we haven't seen since the 70s. And there's 100 million more people living here. And in the old days, that would be a sign of strength. And Janet Yellen wants you to believe that this is some great big sign of strength. The problem is, and this is what she knows, this is what I know, and really, you know what, most people that... that really study these things. They know this. They just don't want you to know it. Why is that number so low? Because it doesn't really seem logical, does it? And and the answer really is very, very simple. And, the, and it's a two-part answer. Number one is the incredible amount of people that have left the workforce. In other words, they're not even working, so they can't get laid off. They're just sitting at home. They're just sitting at home. They can't even get hired to get laid off. And then the second part, which in this really became prevalent after the crash, companies don't want to hire full-time workers. And a lot of these companies, they're like, yeah, I need somebody, but I only need them for the next, you know, three months. Or maybe I need them for four or five weeks, or maybe I need them six months. But then once this thing is, this little project's over, I won't need them again. They used to hire those people. Hey, I've got to need, i got to hire and that's a full-time job, and then, you know what, in six months, we'll, you know, we'll figure it out, right? I mean, they're going to lay them off in six months, or I'll get another contract, and I'll keep them on, whatever the case may be. They don't do that anymore. 
now we find out over the last 10 years, 94% of all the jobs that have been created are part-time, temporary, and contract work. All of those classifications make you ineligible to even file an unemployment claim. So the reason why the claims are falling isn't because there's more jobs. There's actually less jobs. But it's the type of jobs. Right now, the type of jobs that people are getting is the vast majority of them are not the traditional jobs in the way we used to count them. Most of the jobs being created, the person that, once the job is over, they're not even eligible to sign up for unemployment benefits. That's what these companies love about it. Not only do they not have to pay you benefits, they don't have to pay workers' comp. They don't have to pay unemployment insurance. They don't have to pay any of that stuff. A lot of them, you're a 1099 employee. They don't even have to pay the 6.2% for FICA. So that's, the, 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 the story isn't the story. Yes, the number, you know, this time it was higher, 275. Yes, the number, the, the 250, 260, yeah, that's the number we hadn't seen since the 70s, but there's a bad reason why. That's not a good reason. Then today we had one of my favorite numbers, which was the GDP number. This was the last quarter. You know, they keep, you know, they revise it two or three times. This is the final, no, it says final reading. But it's really not. Next year, they'll adjust it again. But it's the final reading for a while. This was third quarter GDP. Of course, this is a number that up until the last several years used to be a very important number. I I remember when I first started doing this show, this was one of the numbers that... I mean, Wall Street was waiting, you know, with bated breath for these numbers. And for decades, the United States economy grew between 3 and 4% for decades. Sometimes even 5, 6. If it got to 2 or anything below 2, people got nervous. People got scared. The Federal Reserve would be lowering rates. Of course, we know they just raised rates. But I'm going to give you the headline, and I'm going to read you the article. The headline was, GDP fastest growth in two years. That was the headline. And then I looked at the number, and I'm like, that's not the fastest growth in two years. Another fake news? Yeah, it wasn't. Fastest growth was the second quarter of last year. So I, I was a little confused. What they meant was this is the best third quarter in two years. Not the fastest growth, but neither here nor there. Another one of these misleading headlines. 
The U.S. economy grew faster than initially thought. They said that the final read for third quarter GDP was 3.5%. Growth was the strongest since the third quarter of 2014. Of course, that's not true. I just told you that, but we'll get there. That followed the second quarter's anemic 1.4%. And they went on to say how great this number was. I'm going to give you the numbers. 2015 and 2016, because I want to... Are we doing better or worse? 2015 gross domestic product, first quarter, was six-tenths of a percent, point six. And by the way, these are all annualized numbers. So to get the actual growth of the quarter, you got to take the number and divide it by four. Second quarter of 2015, and those were, you know, us public school kids, the second quarter, that would be April through June. 3.9%. Third quarter last year, 2%. Okay? 0.6, and 2. Those were 2015 GDP numbers. Here's 2016. 0.8, and 3.5. Now, I know I only went to public school, but 3.9 is still more than 3.5, isn't it? Uh, I blast. That's correct. So that wouldn't be two years ago. But if you just take the GDP for what it was worth, okay, and you said, okay, last year through three quarters, we we grew at a total of 6.5% over the three quarters. That averaged about 2%, 2.16%. This year, we had 0.8, we had 1.4, and then we had the 3.5. That only is 57 which only equals 1.9 over the same period. We're actually doing worse. And I keep saying I don't understand how these morons come out and try to tell you how much better we're doing. It's just not true. And then this 3.5 number, remember, what was that? Remember your favorite commodity? Soybean. Soybean. That's actually in here again. They actually gave a reason, because this 3.5 isn't even really, it's real, it happened, but it was an anomaly. Isn't it the Teflon tofu? We don't know. Apparently tofu's gotten really popular. But in the article, they did tell us, oh, by the way, the reason for the spike in the soybeans, according to the article, of course, who knows if it's true or not, was there was a bad crop in Central America. And that was why there was this huge spike in soybeans, which actually added almost a whole percentage point to the GDP number in the third quarter. And I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm trying. I want to believe it. 
But when I actually go in and I look, it doesn't add up. It's not true. Then they gave consumer spending today. Like I said, there's a lot of data out today. Consumers slowed their growth in spending in November. Okay, that, is that a plus or a negative? I don't know how we were so Again, is this number right? I mean, this was Thanksgiving. Right? People start, you know, some people start their Christmas shopping. And yet we spent less. Oh, and by the way, income, yeah, the no growth. So we didn't make a single cent more than we did before. Two worrisome signs at the start of the holiday shopping season. Consumer spending rose a meek two-tenths of a percent in November. This is the weakest showing since August, according to the Commerce Department. They said that spending had gains of seven-tenths and and four-tenths in the previous two months. Incomes were unchanged in the month of November, and they said that so far spending in the holiday shopping season has not been as strong as last year. Now, that makes sense. GDP has been tracking down. Oh, it makes sense. Probably the consumers are what? Spending less. Their credit cards are maxed out. They can't spend anymore. You know, and I don't, well, you know what, credit cards, look at the jobs, though. See, and this is what I'm saying. When you look at how I view the numbers, it actually makes sense. Jobless claims Janet Yellen wants you to believe that's a sign of strength. I'm telling you it's actually a sign of weakness because in the last 10 years we've gotten this whole new type of job which is what? Contract worker, which means you can't even file for unemployment claims. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Mrs. Schlafly was a constitutional attorney, author, speaker, conservative icon, and founder of Eagle Forum, a leading force in the pro-family movement since 1972. And now, from the archives of Eagle Forum, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Amid all the Christmas trees and tinsel and gifts and holiday festivities, let us not forget somebody's birthday. Somebody whose birthday is always remembered, even after more than 2,000 years. So let's take a couple of moments to recall the beautiful story of his birth, as told so long ago by St. Luke. And it came to pass in those days that there went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And all went to be taxed, every one to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in that same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, 
and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. May the peace of the Lord be with you this Christmas, as we all remember somebody's birthday. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. Want to join in on the spirited debate over issues you care about? At eagleforum.org, strategists at Eagle Forum are blogging about education, radical feminism, climate change, national security, parental rights, and more issues you care about. Stay informed and add your own comments to the blog at eagleforum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Give us a call, 1-800-951-0592. Arlene's here today to take your phone calls and answer your questions, perhaps walk you through your order. Call to find out what the special is. All I know right now is that it's that time of year when you, uh, maybe you, you start thinking back on the year that was. Um, New Year's is just around the corner and uh, I'll just say this, that we have had so many folks this year, and I think it's been one of the, the highlights of the year, that went online or gave us a call to find out about the Patriot Metals Plan. The Patriot you know, Metals you brought Metals. up such a great point. Uh, Wendy was putting it together yesterday with the, the, the list, and it has grown every single month this I, I, I'm loving the plan because it's fun for me. Sure. But if you aren't in the plan and, and, and there's really, I, I'm trying to, you know, we're, we're making it so as many people as possible, if you want to invest, if you want to start getting ready, we're trying to make that happen for you. Because, you know, we talk about it all the time. Hey, a lot of people don't have $1,300. Right, fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars. They may not have a special, and the special is you know six, seven, eight hundred dollars. But if you can do a hundred dollars a month, we're going to give you four physical deliveries a year. At the end of every quarter, we're going to ship you right to your door. You're going to pay the absolute lowest price because we pool all the people's monies together, and I just start making these buy. And and. We buy, and I'm buying things that are just, um, a lot of the time you're getting, you know, a good portion of your product at cost, at regular cost. Forget about retail. I really think that for those folks that have never participated online in a Scottsdale trade account, here's the thing. If you go to a Scottsdale trade account, you can't do anything for $100 a month. No, you can't. You but can't, but you know? I'm going to say this, and I want people to know this because some people, uh, they may not understand it. I, we also get it. Hey, you know what? Something came up this month. Call us. Hey, I need to. I need to take this month off. You know what? I needed new tires, or I needed this, or I need that. There's no. We don't charge you for that stuff. No, we don't. We 
don't really charge. We don't. There's no setup fees. There's no cancellation fees. If you need to stop, you can stop the program at any time. You can skip a month. You can skip two or three months. It's fine. The only fee involved is the cost to ship it to you. And if you're at that $100 a month, you don't pay $35. We try to ship it to you as cheaply as possible. So so it's really a, a, a great plan, um, and, and it's something that's really easy. You, you decide how much you want to do a month, and you tell us the day of the month, anywhere from the 1st through the 28th, and then we ship four times a year. So December is the end of the, the fourth quarter. Uh, and so we're starting to make preparations, getting ready to try to get everybody shipped out here uh, in the next couple of weeks. I mean, and this has gotten so big. Just to kind of give you a perspective, it takes us a good week to 10 days to ship everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it takes time. I mean, putting all that stuff in the box, you know, the boxes may not have a ton of stuff in them, but that takes time. Well, and I think you ought to do yourself a, pav- a favor if you haven't done it to go to the website. It's the red button. It's got a gold coin in it. It says Metals Program right there on our webpage at allamericangold.com. And read about it. Learn about it. And as you set your New Year's resolution for your finances for next year, and you, and you just don't have, man, this is such a great plan that, uh, and I'll tell you this. Any questions you have, our number's there. Call, ask for Joe, ask for Arlene, ask for me. We'll walk you right through it. It is that no, simple. simple process. Simple, simple process. Uh, but, but, but nonetheless, that, that that's coming up, and this is going to be this is going to be one of the better ones. I'm really excited about this. I I say that every quarter, I think, but this one, I really do. I really feel that way. You just got a lot of great stuff, a lot of neat stuff, and most importantly, a lot of stuff that is uh, priced the way it should be. You know, and I'm sitting here, and, and as we're talking about this and watching all of these things play out here, where's gold and silver headed? And, and I'm more convinced. Even to, today's data makes me even more convinced that, that the future for both gold and silver is very, very bright. Uh, we had a great clip. It's out on our website today. Uh, talking about where the gold price is headed. Uh, We're going to play that clip for you here right now. Uh, Ramon, go ahead and start rolling that clip. Last time our next guest was on, he presented a bullish case for gold, saying that its real value should lie somewhere around 2000 So could gold be headed towards that in 2017? Joining us now in studio is Bloomberg's head of metals and mining, Ken Hoffman. Ken, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Crazy times, right? Crazy times indeed. And as we're about to start 2017, you know, we have the Dow closing in on 20000 We have a rising interest rate environment, strong dollar. Is gold up against a brick wall here, Ken? Well, I mean, everything you would have thought maybe in the summer, what could go wrong this year? It was Brexit, and for many traders, it was Trump. And those things came true, and what does gold do? It goes down, which doesn't make sense on the face of it, but it almost seems as if the market wants to see all the positive. The positive, what they're saying is Trump's going to put in $100 trillion, $100 billion a year in infrastructure, is going to cut taxes, U.S. economy is going to explode, and the dollar, which is gold's arch nemesis, is, has been uh, rising, and so that's hurting a lot of the commodity complex. But I think when people stand back and start to look at things, 
Number one, the Trump uh, infrastructure plan is not that big at the end of the day. Remember, Obama put in a $60 billion a year infrastructure build, which runs out in a couple years. Trump's is $100 billion, so it's a little bit of an increase over that. Net-net, not a big deal. Taxes, he's got to get that through Congress, and I think that will become very apparent when he gets in next year, that a lot of Congress don't want to raise the U.S. deficit. And we have Brexit negotiations, which have seemed like they're getting sort of rocky. So at the end of the day, gold is that safe haven. If anything, it's probably more than $2,000 on an apples-to-apples basis when you look at look at the M2 money supply growth. It's more than 8% a year in the U.S. In China, it's over 11.5% a year. There's a lot of stuff going. China has just tried to ban some of the gold right. imports. There's a lot of things going on in the marketplace right now. And I think traders are looking at technical levels and they're looking at the dollar. They're very short-term focused. But I think if you look at a very long period of time, there's quite a few good things that have been going on in gold and I think continue to go on But what about the demand side, Ken? Uh, you know, despite the dips and especially today's dip, we're not seeing that demand pick up in, in countries such as China and India, you know, the largest consumers of the metal. Well, you actually have seen quite a bit of pickup in China, actually. Uh, even despite the quasi-ban they put out there, you have seen a lot of the retailers go online saying sales are up 30 40% in December over last year. So there have been signs where there are bargain buyers into the marketplace. So I wouldn't be too worried about that. And longer term, uh, again, gold is up against other currencies. If gold is rising at 1% or 2% a year in its amount that's above ground, and the currency is rising at 10, 12, 15%. There is a law of gravity that says at the end of the day, gold has to be valued versus that piece of paper. I guess we spent a little too much time on the metals plan. We're going to pick it up here in just a second. Uh, but but some of the things that he talked about, which are Brexit, right, the Trump victory, these were things that uh, everybody said long-term. Very, very good for gold. But we see here in the short term that it's been what? The exact opposite. And I think he brought up a good point, which is, hey, you know, everybody wants to believe all these things that logically aren't the case, right? The, the, first, the first one being, you know, infrastructure, they're going to spend another $40 billion according to the plan anyway. Who knows? we got to wait and see than what's currently being spent, which is added on to the deficit, all the tax cuts, that's got to go through Congress. And yes, the Republicans have the majority, but are they willing to to get what Janet Yellen talked about, essentially, which is blow up the debts? Who knows? We'll see. Uh, then you start thinking about the money supply. And this is really, at the end of the day, this is really what it boils down to. You can't just keep the printing press running. Gold, and they always find equilibrium. Eventually, gold will get to where it's supposed to be. Right now, it's well below where it's supposed to be because they want to believe what? That everything's just going to be, you know, somehow magically it's going to be better, right? And you got to remember, who wants it to be this way? Well, obviously the stock guys because they want you to keep your money there. I'd do the same thing if that was what I was in. 
But then he said, apples to apples, when you look at the actual money supply, he says, really, the real price of gold right now should be, well, first he's at 2000 He goes, actually, it should be over $2,000 to the ounce. Ramon, let's finish the clip. And sooner or later, that's going to be a positive. Now, could it happen all at once in a very quick motion, or will it have over a long period of time? We don't know. But we do know there is a correlation with how much dollars or yen or euros are out there versus how much gold, and they all tend to come together over a long period of time. What about the mining equation and factor? What are you seeing here on the production front? You're going to see less uh, gold. For example, uh, just yesterday, Newmont came out and said their giant Yanacacha mine, which is a million mm. year, an ounce a year mine, is going to be depleted. It's going to be out. Uh, that's a you know, million ounces of gold less a year. And remember, none of these guys have invested over the past few years in the downturn. So you've seen operating costs rise. They, they sort of bottomed out about uh, four or five quarters ago. They've been rising ever since. If the price of gold drops much below 1100 you will see more capacity closures. So the miners that really kept working on lowering their costs, like a Barrick and a couple of these other companies out there, they seem to be pretty good. But some of these miners are still $1,100, $1,200 all in sustaining cash costs. They're going to have to start shutting down. So the supply side looks like it's only going to get tighter. There's probably not much to help them probably for four or five years because they just haven't been investing over the last downturn in the cycle. So now you throw in the other side, the mining side. And really, the answer is simple. They haven't been investing because all of the newer, I guess, fines for gold, and silver's the same boat, by the way. They're not as good, right? They're, 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 they're not that deposit rich. And they're in places where they don't have the infrastructure. There's nothing there. It's in the middle of a jungle somewhere. It's in the side of a mountain in the middle of, in the middle of nowhere in a, in a country uh, that really isn't set up, right? It's a third world, you know, nine times out of ten, a third world country. And at, you know, $1,100, dollars $1,400 an ounce, they can't get it out of the ground for that. So, so you're already kind of seeing the, the, I guess, you know, this is kind of the cycle of things, right? They're all excited. They're all super excited about, hey, we're going we're gonna to have a, a bunch of more debt coming out. Yeah. Right? And it's going to be great this time. I know it wasn't great the last five or six times, but this time it's going to be great. It's going to feel so good. And then, of course, the reality comes out in what it's never that good. And then you start looking at all of the things. You look at the jobs claims. right? Janet Yellen's argument makes no sense. If the jobs were actually getting better, like she wants you to believe, wages would be going up. I just, I just read to the number. Wage growth, there is none. Then, if people were working good jobs, consumer spending would be going up. The Commerce Department just came out and said, hey, by the way, people are spending less this holiday season than last holiday season. They keep trying to tell you that GDP is getting better. That's my favorite one. I just did the, I mean, seriously, this is like first grade math. 
it's actually getting worse. And thank you, thank you so much, soybean. Because without the soybeans, it would be even worse. And so when you sit there and you look at, okay, who's dealing in reality and who's dealing in make-believe? I think it's fairly obvious I'm dealing in reality and Janet Yellen likes to you know, deal in make-believe. And so do all these other people. They still want you to believe that somehow we can have prosperity via the printing press. Now we find out, hey, gold supply is going down, not up. What about the silver part? We're going to hit that next real quick. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment before Christmas coming up. Final segment before the Christmas holidays. The silver market could continue to see strong gains in 2017 from a pickup in industrial demand as the United States and the global economies improve, according to some analysts. 2016 coming to a close, silver has been the second best asset in the precious metal space, still up, even now after the pullback, still up 16.5%. Palladium had been the biggest gainer, of course, but palladium has been uh, selling off as well. Uh, by the way, rhodium, for those of you that bought rhodium, I think rhodium's up 20% since I talked about it. Looking ahead, analysts say silver's industrial component. Okay, now, unlike gold, which doesn't have huge industrial demand, still more than half of silver demand comes from industrial consumption. And uh, they said that the the Trump spending plan, the, the, the as we talked about, the infrastructure spending uh, is going to have great demand for silver in it, uh, looking for an industrial production pickup in silver on top of the jewelry and, and of course, the actual coins themselves and ETFs. UBS now says that they are predicting an average price of silver 19 bucks for 2017, and that's going to be an average price. So if silver right now, by the way, uh, it's another one of these nothing markets. Gold's down a dollar, uh, 1131. Uh, silver's down two cents, uh, 15.92. If it's going to average 18 or 19 dollars. That means you're going to see a silver price that if it rolls into the year, let's say it just rolls into the year at about 16. That means by somewhere during that year, UBS is expecting a silver price, my guess would be to be well over 20 bucks, 20, 21, 22 uh, dollars an ounce if they're going to average for the year 18 or 19. Uh, so it's just a great time uh, to start adding some more things to the portfolio. Uh, the best deal I have in silver, still those silver quarters. Still have those rolls of silver quarters at $130 a roll. Uh, and that, that puts you at a, about 18 bucks. I mean, that's just what, I mean, it puts you at $18 to the ounce 
just a great opportunity. So if you're looking to add to silver and you want the the, the best price per ounce, that is the one today. Uh, rolls of silver quarters, 40 of them in a roll at $130 a roll. Um, and on the gold side, the U.S. $10 Liberty, uh, that, 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 they're at $645 a piece. Uh, $20 Liberty is at $1,285 a piece. So $800-951-0592. By the way, uh, you can order those at the sale price online as well. That is a one of the new functions today for the first time. If you go out to the products, we just added it. We're going to dress it up as we go along. Uh, all of our featured items now are, are on sale, and you can see what the regular price is and how much you're saving now. So that's a new function we just added today. Uh, so if you want to do it I'll do it the new way, go out to allamericangold.com, click the order now button, or call us at 800-951-0592. Everybody have a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. We'll see you, we'll see you after the Christmas holiday.